0: Welcome to Wisdom Today. My name is Bill Kelly, and I'll be your host. In this podcast, we will be exploring the book of Proverbs. Let's open in prayer. Father God, I thank you for anyone listening to this podcast today. Lord, I pray that you would reveal to each one listening how much you truly love each and every one of them. In addition, I pray that you give everyone listening favor with both God and man. I ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. This is Proverb 11, beginning in verse 1. Dishonest scales are an abomination to the Lord, but a just weight is His delight. When pride comes, then comes shame, but with the humble is wisdom. The integrity of the upright will guide them, but the perversity of the unfaithful will destroy them. Riches do not profit in the day of wrath, but righteousness delivers from death. The righteousness of the blameless will direct his way aright, but the wicked will fall by his own wickedness. The righteousness of the upright will deliver them, but the unfaithful will be caught by their lust. When a wicked man dies, his expectation will perish, and the hope of the unjust perishes. The righteous is delivered from trouble, and it comes to the wicked instead. The hypocrite with his mouth destroys his neighbor, but through knowledge the righteous will be delivered. When it goes well with the righteous, the city rejoices, and when the wicked perish, there is jubilation. By the blessing of the upright, the city is exalted, but it is overthrown by the mouth of the wicked. He who is devoid of wisdom despises his neighbor, but a man of understanding holds his peace. A tale-bearer reveals secrets, but he who is of a faithful spirit conceals a matter. Where there is no counsel, the people fall, but in the multitude of counselors there is safety. He who is surety for a stranger will suffer, but one who hates being surety is secure. A gracious woman retains honor but ruthless men retain riches. The merciful man does good for his own soul, but he who is cruel troubles his own flesh. The wicked man does deceptive work, but he who sows righteousness will have a sure reward. As righteousness leads to life, so he who pursues evil pursues it to his own death. Those who are of a perverse heart are an abomination to the Lord, but the blameless in their ways are his delight. Though they join forces, the wicked will not go unpunished, but the posterity of the righteous will be delivered. As a ring of gold in a swine's snout, so is a lovely woman who lacks discretion. The desire of the righteous is only good, but the expectation of the wicked is wrath. There is one who scatters, yet increases more, and there is one who withholds more than is right, but it leads to poverty. The generous soul will be made rich, and he who waters will also be watered himself. The people will curse him, who withholds grain, but blessing will be on the head of him who sells it. He who earnestly seeks good finds favor, but trouble will come to him who seeks evil. He who trusts in his riches will fall, but the righteous will flourish like foliage. He who troubles his own house will inherit the wind, and the fool will be servant to the wise of heart. The fruit of the righteous is a tree of life, and he who wins souls is wise. If the righteous will be recompensed on the earth, how much more the ungodly and the sinner? Friends, today we're going to take a closer look at verse 14 of Proverb 11. Where there is no counsel, the people fall. But in a multitude of counselors, there is safety. Friends, in Proverb twenty-seven, seventeen, the Bible tells us that as iron sharpens iron, so a man sharpens the countenance of his friends. And I often make reference to this, but if you are a Christian, And if you live the Christian life, it is vital that you surround yourself with like-minded individuals, and you have to have at least one or maybe two or three good friends that you can trust, that you can be yourself with, that if you're having issues in your life, you can go to them for prayer. You can go for them and bear your soul with them because you know that you can trust them. It is vital that you have that, and that's what this verse is telling us, that we have to have counsel. I also recommend reading Psalm 1. Psalm 1 also talks about the importance of being careful in who you confide with. Because many people, even though you think you can trust them, in actuality, you can't. And a lot of times, people have been burned by occasions like this. Friends, today we're going to continue our study on the Apostle John, the beloved disciple who Jesus truly loved, and we have looked at the Gospel of John in Monday's podcast. So if you have not had a chance to listen to this Monday's podcast or yesterday's podcast, and yesterday I went over a passage of Scripture from each of 1 John, Second John, and 3 John, I would highly recommend that you listen to those. You don't have to listen to them prior to this, but it's good stuff. So anyway, we will be closing on John today. And what we're going to do is we're going to look at John's real good finishing to the Bible. John is responsible for writing the book of Revelation. And it's been um, thought of that John was actually around 90 years old when he wrote this book of Revelation. He wrote it around the year 95. So this is almost 50 years after Jesus had been crucified. But he was, uh, he was sent to the island of Patmos, and the religious leaders thought that they had put an end to John. But when he got there, he got a revelation, and Jesus, his, the Spirit of Jesus actually came upon John, and we're going to visit that particular one today. We're going to start with that. But I'm going to go over four passages of Scripture from the book of Revelation and just talk about the importance of what John has to tell us through the Bible teachings that he has written for us. But we're going to start in chapter 1 of Revelation, beginning in verse 9. And it says, I, John, both your brother and companion in the tribulation and kingdom and patience of Jesus Christ was on the island that is called Patmos for the word of God and for the testimony of Jesus Christ. I was in the Spirit on the Lord's day, and I heard behind me a loud voice as of a trumpet saying, I am the Alpha and the Omega, the first And the last. And what you see, write in a book and send it to the seven churches, which are in Asia. In Ephesus, to Smyrna, to Pergamos, to Thyatira, to Sardis, to Philadelphia, and to Laodicea. So the spirit of Jesus actually, basically, came to life for John. John. John realized who Jesus truly was, and I believe John had that revelation that when Jesus came to him, he said, oh, what joy, and I can just imagine as a 90-year-old, John just delighting himself in Jesus making his presence known once again after 50 years. I just think this is awesome. But let's go to the second one. I'm going to go to chapter 3 of Revelation because I truly believe this is an issue that still confronts the church today. But this is the last of the seven churches that he wrote a letter to, giving them instructions and feedback for how the church was doing. But in the church of uh, Laodicea, Let's begin in verse 14. And the angel of the church of the Laodiceans write, These things says the Amen, the faithful and true witnesses. And every word I'm speaking now are the words of Jesus. They're all written in red. And it says, I know your works, that you are neither cold nor hot, I could wish you were cold or hot. So then, because you are lukewarm and neither cold nor hot, I will vomit you out of my mouth. Because you say, I am rich, I have become wealthy, and have need of nothing, and do not know that you are wretched, miserable, poor, blind, and naked. I counsel you to buy from me gold refined in the fire that you may be rich and white garments that you may be clothed that the shame of your nakedness may not be revealed and anoint your eyes with eye salve that you may see as many as I love I rebuke and chasten therefore be zealous and repent and Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come into him and dine with him and he with me. To him who overcomes, I will grant to sit with me on my throne as I also overcame and sat down with my father, On his throne. Friends, Jesus is warning us here that if we claim to be Christians, that we be on fire for the Lord. Jesus was writing this church because he realized that many of them had become so comfortable with where they were, they were forgetting about what Jesus had done for them, to change their life. But this is an invitation. If anyone is listening today, and you've never taken that step to receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior, this is the chapter for you. This is saying Jesus is still knocking at the door of your heart today. He is reaching out for everyone listening to this podcast today. He wants you to open up the heart that you have and invite him in to every aspect of your life. We are closing Revelation today. I'm going to go to the 19th chapter. Jesus on a white horse, and many of you are familiar with this. Let's begin chapter 19, beginning in verse 11. Now I saw heaven opened And behold, a white horse, and he who sat on him was called Faithful and True, and in righteousness he judges and makes war. His eyes were like a flame of fire, and on his head were many crowns. He had a name written that no one knew except himself He was clothed with a robe dipped in blood, and his name is called the Word of God. And the armies in heaven, clothed in fine linen, white and clean, followed him on white horses. Now out of his mouth goes a sharp sword, that with it he should strike the nations, and he himself will rule them with a rod of iron." He himself treads the winepress of the fierceness and wrath of Almighty God, and he has on his robe and on his thigh a name written, King of Kings and Lord of Lords. Friends, this is Jesus's invitation. This is who he is. This is is who we are. Jesus is the King of kings, but we are also kings. And he is the Lord of lords, we are also lords. Friends, it's time that we step up and take our righteous place on this earth. We need to begin walking in the authority that Jesus has given us. Finally, I'm going to close with the last chapter of the Bible, chapter 22, beginning in verse 12. And behold, I am coming quickly, and my reward is with me, to give to everyone according to his work. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end the first and the last. Blessed are those who do his commandments, that they may have the right to the tree of life and may enter through the gates into the city. But outside are dogs and sorcerers and sexually immoral and murderers and idolaters and whoever loves and practices a lie. I, Jesus, have sent my angel to testify to you these things in the churches. I am the root and the offspring of David, the bright and morning star. And the spirit and the bride say, come, and let him who hears say, come, and let him who thirsts Come, whoever desires, let him take the water of life freely. And friends, once again, this is Jesus pleading to us that we come to the knowledge of who he truly is. Friends, I believe if you really get a revelation of the love of God and how much he truly, truly loves everyone listening to this podcast today, I believe that your life would change. If you have never received Jesus as your Lord and Savior, I'm going to give you an opportunity to do that right now. I ask that you repeat a simple prayer after me today. Father God, thank you that you sent your son Jesus to earth. Jesus, thank you that you were willing to come to earth and die on a cross so that all of my sins would be forgiven. Jesus, I believe that you are the Son of God and that you died on a cross. You went down into the grave and after three days you arose victorious over death. You overcame death and you rose again. And through that power of the resurrection, we have been given that power as well. You sent your Holy Spirit to dwell within us, and now we have the right to boldly go to the throne of grace and ask anything we have need of. Jesus, I realize I'm a sinner, and I need your help. I invite you to come into my heart. I make you my Lord and Savior. Friends, if any of you repeated that prayer today, I ask that you reach out to me on my Facebook page, Bill Kelly, K-E-L-L-E-Y. And if you have any specific questions, please reach out to me on Messenger. Now may the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Friends, please join me again tomorrow as we close out the week with wisdom.